spread the word. Right. All Resurrect the women. Right. Resurrect the women. We're like, oh, like remember who you are. Resurrect like. the women. Mm. Imagine a planet filled with women that are activated in their pussy power. Women that celebrate their breasts every day. Women that luxuriate in their femininity or a little sway in the hip or a little, you know, inflection in the tone and how you ask for things, you know, a little, you feel me? It's the energy. Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And it's 420! Happy 420, bitches! It's my favorite motherfucking holiday, except Halloween and my birthday. And kings? I didn't want to include the men. <laughs> bitches and kings? People <laughs> are going to come for me. Never first. heard you call a man a king in my life. I know, I just thought, <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't want to say niggas. And niggas! <laughs> you know, people get really irritated by us saying nigga. I read our comment, like I sometimes I Guess read Guess what, guys? If you're listening, we're black! I know it doesn't sound like it, but I am a black woman and I can say nigga. And I do a lot. So get over it. We'd be really bold if we weren't black over here. Right? Like, I'd follow immediately. That would be cringy. That's what someone wrote. Specifically, (laughs) they wrote cringy. I was like, how is it cringy for black? But anyway, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of depth in that word. We, should we retire it? No. I keep saying I'm going to, and then it keeps popping up in my in my <laughs> vocabulary. So, but I do. I think it's there. It's in the DNA. I think it's in the DNA. Unfortunately, you put it here. And also, I feel like um, I feel like words have intention. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we put. What the, is the intention when you say nigga? I just whatever I want because I'm putting the power behind the word. If I'm like, hey, bitch. I'm not like proud to fight you, but if I was like, "Hey, bitch," you would know that I was going to fight you. But since I'm creating the tone for the com- like what I'm saying, I'm the ultimate power maker. Then it's up to me. All right, you power making bitch. Some- you sometimes I'm like, "Damn, that's my nigga," and it's like, "That's my king," you know. So it just depends <laughs> how I'm feeling that day. I I, I support this message. Okay. Anyway. Just in case the white people listening were like, "Hey, how come you guys can say nigga?" It's because we're black. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Um, how are you, my love? I'm good. I'm good. I'm 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 happy because I get to smoke weed all day today. It's my favorite day. We have lots of weed on the tables. We have our our set is looking pretty delicious right now. If you guys are on YouTube right now, you can see we have roses. We have candles with roses. We have backwoods. We have blueberries. Our, we have blueberries. We have organic wine fresh from the organic wine store today. <laughs> we have water bowls of water. We have. We have albums. We got all types of shit. So I'm feeling great. You look good too. You know, I just realized we're both wearing our we're crochet sisters mm-hmm. today because we just is what we do. We it, don't ever try to align in anything, but we just do. We don't even have to try at this point anymore. We're Destiny's Child in our mind. We are. What is House of Darion styles? <laughs> no, I feel like we we graduated from House of Darion. Even though that was a that was a prime time in Destiny's Child history that I'm not mad at, but I think our fashions are like more. We're at House of Darion 2023. Okay. 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 Shout out to Tina Knowles. Come Uh, on the show. Drip, drip, (laughs) drip check. (laughs) Drip check. Drip check. I'm, we're both wearing crochet. Erica's wearing a. I like them titties. 
titty it's very tittylish. I'm shaking my titties. If you watch YouTube, you can see the titty shake. Wow, that's a nice titty shake. That's oh, maybe put some slow motion. She like the bounce, bounce, bounce. Her hair and her titties are shaking. Something about 420 must just say crochet. Um, the crochet. This is um a top I got on sale at Urban Outfitters on the sale rack, and I have on some high waisted flared jeans because I'm giving retro Mm -hmm. and also because apparently skinny jeans are out and I'm being forced to throw away all my skinny jeans. I'm the last of the skinny jean movement. Um, I still have one pair left in my closet just in case they want to make a rebirth or re-comeback because we all They always do. They always do. So I will have my skinny jeans ready. And I don't know where this belt is from. Um, It's giving kind of early 2000s. It is Hot Topic. Hot Topic belt. Amazon boots. Yes, these are from Amazon. Aren't they cute? Those are cute. So cute. And beauty blender on my skin. So that's it. Popping. What about you, my love? I'm wearing our sex suite and wellness from Good Moms Bad Choices. I personally have cut mine down the middle because who wants to hide these little titties? Not me. And we actually <laughs> just restocked this shirt for our 420 drop. So if you see this beautiful sex suite and wellness shirt, it won't come cut like this unless maybe you DM Jamila to do it for you. I'm, I can I can Ugh. show you the tutorial if you right. DM me. <laughs> and I'm also wearing my lilac crochet slit down the middle. Could be with a bathing suit. Could be with an outfit skirt. <laughs> Let me just give you a little. Right. Sexy. Sexy. <laughs> Like work, 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 work. Could let Erica be the only bitch shaking around here. And my my early two thousands <laughs> platforms with the clear that I never want to let go of because I'm stuck in the early two thousands too. <laughs> you look beautiful, my love. Thanks. Um, just so you guys know, before we get started, I wanted to remind you guys if you haven't checked us out on social, we are doing a massive massive giveaway. And when I say massive, I'm not fucking around. Like I'm talking massive. And what does this massive means? It means that you will get a free motherfucking trip to Mexico with Mm. us at the Good Vibe Retreat in July. Mm. Yes. You're all expense paid minus flight, travel paid minus flight, trip to Mexico Mm. with us and all of our bitches at the Good Vibe Retreat. Yes. You can come when you pre-order our book, A Good Mom's Guide all, to Making Bad Choices. All you have to do is pre-order A Good Mom's Guide to Making Bad Choices. And there's so many options where you can get it from. You can get it from Malik Books. You can get it from Amazon. You can get it from barnesandnoble.com. Anywhere you get your books, all you have to do is order it. $24.99 or $27.99, something like that. <laughs> gets you entered to come to Mexico. I feel like that's a steal. I really do. And, and then you can read our book on vacation mm-hmm. with us. And you, you, you should get the book anyway. So it really is it's, – it's, it's a gift that keeps on giving. Everything is in this episode description link. So if you click the link, you buy the book, and then you have to send us a screenshot of your proof of purchase to enter the giveaway. The giveaway is being announced. The winners are being announced on Mother's Day. So you have time. But I wouldn't wait too long because I don't know how far down we're going to go down this giveaway list because there's a lot of people that have entered the giveaway. And I don't know how far down I'm going to go. So I'm going to go ahead and guarantee – I'm going to go ahead and just encourage you to enter now while you listen to this because – your, your chances are up. Also, Audible also counts. And if you order two books or three books for your friend, you your chances up even more. So do yourself a favor. Get our book. And more importantly, get a free trip to Mexico so you can relax while you read the book. Amen. 
<sighs> well, with that said, <laughs> oh, wait, one more thing. Your bitches are going on tour. Your bitches are going on tour. Again. <laughs> Confessions of a Good Mom Tour is coming live to your city. We're hitting New York first on May 5th. So if you're in New York, come check us out on May 5th at City City Winery. Um, we have some other dates. We have uh, Washington, D.C. on May 21st. The Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. Where are you from? I'm from Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. <laughs> D.C. We're going to be in the D.C. area. <laughs> On May 21st. So make sure you come. And you know what? I just want to say something about DC real quick. <laughs> if you hoes come to our show and act uppity, I swear to God, I'm going to bring one of you bitches on stage and embarrass you. Because last time we were there, you guys were all up in it, but so scared to come on stage. I know you guys have government jobs, but stop. Stop it. DC was rather conservative. It was the most conservative show we've had in all of this, all the cities we had last I year. I was like... Do they like us? I was like, do they hate us? But they're all, they're here. They're, no one left. And then the line for the, the VIP was long as hell. It was like our longest VIP line of all. So I think in DC, everyone's going to have to like take a shot to start the show. We're going to like drug everyone before you get. <laughs> this is not a good commercial. <laughs> We're going to drug you We're and then you're going to have a good time. T- don't, don't worry. You won't lose your government job. <laughs> By the time you leave DC, you're going to be saying DC. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, sorry, I didn't mean to snort that loud on the uh, mic. Anyway, well, without further ado, I would love to introduce our 420 guest. You know, this month we are tapping into plant medicine April. And what better way to kick off 420 than with the rap priestess herself, the medicine woman, uh-huh. the CEO of Zen and Kush, uh-huh. Miss Lizzie. Jeff. Thank you. That was so sweet. Y'all are (laughs) so funny. (laughs) And I loved, first of all, thank you for having me. Of course. I loved your titty shake. Um, (laughs) Every time I perform live, that's always one of the requirements is the ladies are shaking titties at the shows. And so that was really beautiful. There's a lot of power in that, a lot of celebratory energy, and you can really manifest anything shaking them titties <laughs> and shaking that ass, too. Exactly. Because our nipples are powerful portals, you mm. know, of manifestation. Um, it's the first sip of nourishment when babies enter this this realm. And also nipple orgasms, pleasure, mm-hmm. deep pleasure is felt through the power of the titty and so thank you for shaking them titties so freely and beautifully you know i didn't even know all of these things but it just felt intuitive (laughs) (laughs) it makes sense i never thought about that being nipples being portals Mm -hmm. but like the nectar that comes nipples are very intuitive parts of our bodies so much so that scientists for hundreds of years have tried to replicate breast milk and they absolutely cannot because they communicate with your sal- the saliva of your child. So intuitive is an understatement. Those motherfuckers are magical. So mm-hmm. huh, I'm going to have to be like yeah. New York Times bestselling author. New York Times bestselling <laughs> author. That's how you do New it. New York Times bestselling yes. author. Do we need to rub our nipples together? Yes, rub them together. <laughs> like, I'm going to rub mine too. Okay, yeah. That's okay. Yeah, Give them something to... Um. Yeah. <laughs> It's happening now. It's going viral. And so it is. Ashe. Ashe. I love that. I have this song called Beautiful Breasts. And it's just, it was, I created it just for us to celebrate our titties. Because the world is constantly telling us 
that they're to this, they're to that. We need to look like this. We've had too many kids, this and that. And it's like, no, celebrate the titties because oftentimes those that have something negative to say about the titties, as I stated in my song, we're the same ones sucking on titties as a baby. <laughs> so respect the titty. Mm-hmm. Respect the motherfucking titty. Well, they didn't get the titty and that's why they mad. Dang. Mama didn't get in the titty. Dang. I mean, there's a lot of trauma. Is your titty out? Oh, oh God. She's like, are you talking about me? Did somebody say titty? You know my titties like to come out. She said, are we manifested? It's my time to shine. It's my time to shine. Finally, accent. I knew they were going to let me debut on the show one day. A bitch is coming out again. From Alabama? Hey. hey. Get back we're not talking about you no more. Where are girl. your titties from? <laughs> well, Lizzie and everybody listening, I actually was born in Alabama. I was only there for a brief moment when I was a baby. Oh. <laughs> My parents went to Tuskegee. HBC is in the house. Hey, so this titty was nourished by a titty in Tuskegee. So <laughs> wow. that's why she has this accent. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> only the right one, though. <laughs> it was the left Philly. Yeah, <laughs> the left one's from Philly. She got to get with you a little bit different. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh you are silly you're so silly well I Lizzie thank you so much for coming on the show and blessing us with this beautiful these first of all this beautiful candle gorgeous with roses these beautiful roses yes. I always see you on 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 your gram and on the stories yeah. with flowers and roses mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm I feel like I'm part of I'm part of the energy yeah, now we're connected these are delicious blueberries, blueberries. <laughs> Like you put our set to sh- our set to shame. You know, be basic oh as hell my, here. You know what? I, I appreciate your homegirl <laughs> that reminds me to be in my femininity and my softness. And she came in here with her gifts and her roses, and she was like, "This v- roses have the highest vibration of all flowers in the world." <laughs> right. And this that. is to keep you in your softness. And I was mm-hmm. like, "Well, re- remind me because a bitch should be getting hard by noon." Right. <laughs> I'd be right. like, "Fuck everybody." <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did she say? Right. That's so, true. I'm like you know what, Lizzie? Not it is- by noon. <laughs> For real. Yeah. By noon. I'm a man. <laughs> That's funny. By 10 a.m., I'm they. <laughs> oh, Shut up. Come I'm on. Done. I'm done. Uh, oh, but for real. Wow. It's hard to remember. Like, I appreciate. You need those reminders. I do. I appreciate friends that remind me yeah. to be in my, like, my feminine and my you know, my divine femininity because that's our power. But sometimes mm-hmm. we get off of that. We forget and we start right. cursing people out too early. Right. Too early balance. And and thank you for receiving it, too. And for me, how I like to live is in honor of the goddess. You know, I'm coming into your castle, two goddesses, just living, breathing, walking manifestations of divine feminine greatness, just in how you express yourself, how you dress, how you uplift the people, the community, the type of people that you connect with and build with it's just beautiful and so for me it's an honor to bring you roses i always say never enter the presence of a goddess empty-handed you know Amen. always bring come with gifts come bearing gifts and energy and those reminders are very important especially when you a boss bitch in this era um we need those reminders and so that was just one subtle expression of my gratitude for the both of you you. so thank you thank you thank you yeah um i appreciate that and that and and so because we are honored to have you in our presence and welcome you into this (laughs) castle we brought weed in all the sources all the ways we brought backwoods Uh we brought papers okay we brought honey we brought a pipe Uh, we brought all the things all of it blunts very nice 
what, what what's your poison? Pick your poison today. That. Which what's your route to I higher elevation? <laughs> Usually it depends on where I'm at and what I'm celebrating. Um, but today I'm feeling inspired to let's smoke on a little something a little more potent and grounding with the backwoods. Let's okay. do that. Okay. Yeah, that sounds kind of sexy. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, they got this vanilla and so it's popping. Okay, like that, that sounds sensual. Yeah, it's very sensual. Yeah. And you know, we like some, we're some sensual bitches. Right. So, you know, I'll roll a couple of things for us. Okay. Because we, today, guys, we is getting high. Right. Let's go. Today, after this, we have like an important call, and I just warned everyone. I was like, so just so you know, we're going to be high as hell on the call. <laughs> so I'm going to be real chill. I might be quiet. I'm going to really hope that team handles, handles what needs to be handled. You're going to be fine. <laughs> Because all the ideas are, everything's going to be so vivid and clear. It's true. Yep. It's very true. I love that though. And thank you. This is a special, uh, what do they say? Holiday. It's a special celebration. 420 means a lot um, to so many people, especially me. And so I'm just, thank you for, you know, reaching out and choosing me to be part of this powerful uh celebratory experience yeah, absolutely and so you yeah. are you're an la native right i am you are LA yep. native. where did you grow up in la right over there off of these two main streets called crenshaw and slauson okay yep okay. i spent a lot of my childhood over there um in lemur park you know that's where my family's from and um when I was in about sixth seventh grade i moved to new orleans with my grandmother where we lived for a few years before I came back to L.A. to finish high school. But L.A. is where I'm born and raised. I'm from, you feel me? I know a little something about these L.A. streets. Because, well, yeah. you know, I feel like when you when you are born in L.A. or mm-hmm. raised in L.A., cannabis is such like a, it's a kind of an easy thing to fall upon. It is. <laughs> it's much more normalized, even in the days when it was illegal. Like, you know, it wasn't. You'll be kind of nervous to be smoking in public and things, mm-hmm. but it's not like when you go to other places that are, you know, the cannabis right. is not as, as celebrated. What is your, like, journey into cannabis? Like, how old mm. were you when you first smoked the flower? <sighs> That's a good one. I liked how you set that up, too. Speaking of, I wrote a little something. I'm going to spark it. Look, we're going to have multiple. Right, we're going to be smoking all show. Today's the day. <laughs> we got we multiple, multiple things happening. Yeah, and I, smart, I like to roll these little skinnies. I like to set an intention before I smoke. And that's something that I came into. Um, I wasn't always mindful and awareness of that until I you know, tuned in deeper to my spiritual journey, understanding the power of setting that intention with the plant medicine because it's consciousness, you know? And so anything we seek, anything we visualize, excuse me, is activated. And so, um, I don't know, I might've been 12, 13, 14 when I first took a puff of that Kush. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you, I was living in new Orleans and the local, the local, uh, the local dope dealer. I had the biggest crush on him. That boy was so fun. <laughs> Are you really a smoker if you never had a crush on your dope dealer? Right. He was so fun. I was never bought dope uh. from him. <laughs> you had a crush. You had a crush but, on yours too, because that's how he became your baby daddy. Oh, that's true. You're right. Yeah. Y'all are funny. I never bought dope from him, but however. He was just that cool, tall, fine, had a go-to. If you know how the boys in New Orleans be. And my brothers used to always run the streets with him, right? And so 
Um, it was one. It was one time. It was me, my brothers, him, bought a little liquor store, and they would just was smoking some Kush, and that was my first time. They were like, "You want to hit?" And I'm like, "Absolutely," and it was kind of like a a ritual. It was a spiritual thing because I had never done it before, and there was a lot of stigma um, around it, you know. But it was a really beautiful experience because I always consider myself a rebel, going outside of what society tells me to be, how I should act, and what I should do. So it was a very empowering moment for me to experience that um, with my younger brothers at the time. But it wasn't until in my adult years where I started to establish a spiritual connection with the plant medicine. And think about it in our culture, we have been so accustomed to the masculine perspective of cannabis. You know, when we think about those legendary men in cannabis, I always ask people this, they say Snoop, Wiz Khalifa, Bob Marley, Cheech and Chong, sometimes Louis Armstrong, you know, you get all these different masculine figures. Every now and then I will hear Billie Holiday because she had a very important um, connection with cannabis and her story is, is, is vital for history and understanding that. But rarely do we hear about the women mm. and the feminine like connections, the spiritual feminine connections when she is a woman. She is a, a feminine. She is a divine feminine Without her birthing the nuggets, we wouldn't even be able to experience the energy of getting high, you know. And so I think that's important for us to acknowledge the feminine essence of the plant medicine and the fact that we bathe in it and we luxuriate in CBD, THC infused oils, and we add rose petals to our cush when we smoke in it. You know, Did it's you just like, what fish? about that? Mm-hmm. But anyways, go ahead. No, I was just thinking. I was I was thinking. Did she put the rose petals in there? Because don't forget, we put the rose petals in the backwards, y'all. We gotta I mean, right. That's sexy. Oh, that is sexy. That's beautiful. Oh, look how pretty she is. Yeah, that takes your smoking experience to a whole nother level. And I love roses, rose water, spritzing myself, rose petals, rose buds, um, rose oil. There's so many ways to luxuriate in the energy of the rose. And so adding it, um, one of my friends, she lived in Malibu years ago. She had a rose, organic rose bush farm mm. where she also grew her own cannabis. Mm. And she introduced me to my first ever rose blunt which I actually made a song called Rose Blunts. It's one of my more popular songs um, on YouTube. But Rose Blunt, she introduced me to that. And the feminine essence of the rose, like, is classy, mm. is luxurious. It is. You, you accidentally prick yourself on a thorn, it'll fuck you up. Mm. And just like how you said, by 12 o'clock, you're kicking doors in. <laughs> and so it's just that reminder that even though you can prick you feel me? You're still so feminine and graceful and elegant and classy, and you deserve luxury and all the most blissful, tasty, mm-hmm. you know, because it tastes good, too, especially when you're rolling it in a backwood. That's like... I that's a, with a little honey. Oh, okay. This okay. Is, okay. I don't know if I've seen that Oh, yeah. One. This is Mila's famous touch. It's okay. With a drizzle of the honey. Just a little drizzle. You know, talking about cannabis as feminine, I, I definitely, I, I resonate with that too. And I think about just like even the effects of cannabis, making you feel grounded, easing your pain, nurturing you. These are things that people don't really like think about. Obviously these are feminine traits, but they don't necessarily associate that 
with the flower and the medicine that it's delivering to you. Right. I don't think people really recognize. I think because we live in LA and <clears throat> most people have, I mean, I've literally worked in every part of weed I've, that ever existed. I've trimmed weed. Oh, I've, I've, I've worked at the front desk at the dispensary. But one of the things is, is like, it's, it's truly wouldn't exist. The flower wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the feminine, the feminine, uh, the female plants. And it's crazy that, Cannabis is so high, like so masculine because it literally takes the feminine flower to produce. You mean the industry and the messaging and the marketing? Yes, everything yeah. is very. But meanwhile, they got, you know, all these dispensaries got women selling their product. Right. And you know what? <laughs> I love that. Thank you all for bringing this up. Yeah. And it's important, too, because I wanted to also touch on. Wow, this is beautiful. So, yes, feminine. Yes. And that's all we're doing. All we're doing is saying, yo, Yes, it's cool to smoke weed and get so high and dab with your bros and do this and that. That's cool. That's one narrative. But there's also another narrative where I'm with my vixens in Costa Rica, you know, um, frolicking through the, you feel me, or in Beverly Hills or Santa Monica at the beach, chilling, reading erotic poetry, smoking some good kush, sipping on some mycelium herbal rose tea, being a goddess. You birthing and smoking, all right. the feminine things. Yeah. And so it's our responsibility right now as women to tell our stories, the cannabis, talk to a talk to a mom and their stories during birth and during their pregnancies. And, you know, talk to the, the women who are, you know, running empires and just those that are connected with. Can I see that sexy ashtray right there? Um, women that are connected. And so what I wanted to say, just to close that point out, oops, is I'm from L.A. I grew up in the 80s, the late 80s, early 90s, to the mid to the late 90s. And there was a devastation that was, you know, poured over our communities through what they call the war on drugs. And it wasn't beautiful. You know, it was tragic in a lot of ways because they came in and they bamboozled, they like bum rushed our neighborhoods and stole our fathers, our brothers, our sons, our mothers, our aunties. Um, it was a lot going on. You know, they were handcuffing people by the dozens, taking them off to jail for nonviolent cannabis crimes in LA. And so seeing that, being from that, seeing how it impacted my family in a lot of ways and my community and people that I loved in a lot of ways to now having this powerful voice in the industry. Just know that I don't take this lightly. My role and my responsibility in the industry, especially the conversations that I'm able to have with white owned cannabis companies um, is something that's really important to me. And I'm seeing a shift happen. I know there's a lot of dope women and men in the industry that are reclaiming that power and telling our story. And a big part of eliminating the stigma is us being able to share in this way. Like, this is how we commune with the cannabis. It's roses, it's sexy art, it's beautiful people in the background supporting us. It's unbelievably 
well taken care of plants and the energy is lit. And so this is a story too. And I'm just here to show up in my fullness and my truth and my authenticity. And it's not that easy operating, you know, especially as a melanated woman in this world. But my relationship with cannabis is what keeps me balanced, is what keeps me inspired and motivated. It keeps abundance flowing in. I'm able to put people in position through the work that I doing the cannabis industry so it's, it's it's powerful and thank you for letting me channel that i appreciate that that's beautiful and that your role is so important you know and let's just destigmatizing how people view it because i think that you know there's so much shame surrounded by it because it's been riddled with this perception of you know what people associate drugs with right this war on drugs this this cloaking of all things, especially as it pertains to the use of these things by melanated people. I think in, I think about just drugs in general and psychedelics in general. And like, we don't see images of melanated people taking these types of, like sharing in these type of things. I don't even like to say using because we had on, um, Michaela last week and we were talking about just um, how people say they use, they use mushrooms and it's like, no, we're experiencing them. We're not using them, but it's seeing melanated people using these these things and there being a lot of like there's definitely a difference between like seeing a a white woman or a white man smoke weed or take mushrooms or try LSD or um I don't know do a lot of weird shit that they're doing now which is like hooking yourself up into a like with a like ketamine and like, you know, having like these, these monitor drug experiences. Like if you saw a black person do that shit, that would be crazy, you know? But like, it's so important for black people to be seen in these roles and, and us even as moms and black women that black mothers that smoke weed. I never even realized, I think, cause I grew up in LA really how revolutionary that is. You know, I think that I've been, I've, we've been blessed that we've, blessed in in ways that we've lived in this space in Los Angeles where it's not like as polarizing. I appreciate you like bringing that reminder to us, to the listeners. It's like when you put it in that perspective, I mean, and obviously I know, do I have weed all over my face? No, right. you look beautiful. I, you've been doing a lot of hard work over there. I have been. I'm I was listening and, you know, I think it's important that we remember that, um, you know, treacherous acts against our people like the war on drugs wasn't that long ago Mm -mm. and it directly affects us and um as black people as women like as human beings it's just you reminding me of that it reminds me how um how like how revolutionary it really is to be able to as a black woman freely express myself yeah show ups, roll, mm-hmm. smoke weed yeah. as a mother, as a business owner, yeah. as, you know, just a human, like just, just as a, my freedom to, to tell my message when people were literally removed yeah. from their families, on, it's modern it. day slavery. Yeah. And, um, sometimes even in this space, even doing what we're doing, I, there's, you know, we're, we're, publishing a book right now and there's mention of drug use and we talk about cannabis and we talk about psychedelics and I still there's this this small part of me there's fear because I'm not white mm-hmm. and I tell Erica that like 
there's a difference, bitch. Mm, like right. Chelsea Handler talking about cocaine and us talking about it, it can go completely different for us. Yeah, and it's an it's a it's a sad realization, but it's real as fuck. Yeah, and for us to live so boldly and uncensored and. Um, you know, really advocate for the flower. We also know like there's also limits, you know, mm-hmm. and, but, but they're not, but I, th- those, this cloak that has been birthed be- behind these treacherous acts against us, um, you know, they're, they're lingering even, even in our fabric. And so it's important that we get these channels, these messages yeah. to remind me, mm-hmm. no, this is what you're supposed to be doing. This is your right. And my message, my joy, my freedom, my my ability to smoke freely on camera and to be a good mom and to be a businesswoman and to continuously show up as myself and show everyone, even the people that I'm like, I mm-hmm, fear will mm-hmm, label mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. a certain way. I heard you say this mm. earlier is like when you're doing the Lord's work, yeah, nothing can prosper against you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so thank you for that reminder Absolutely. that like, Absolutely. you know, even as moms, even, you know, as black women, like lean in even more yeah, to the, to, to, lean in. to all of it's it. It's our time. Right it's now. our, it's our time and nothing yeah. can truly prosper against us. No. Like we're, we're winning and we're going to continue to win because this is what we're supposed to be doing. And, and even when I was, I was listening to you say that and I was rolling the weed, I was putting intention that, yeah, you know, that we're consistently clear about our duty and yes. we're owed this. Yes. You, yes. This is our, this is our turn to mm-hmm. take back that power and to take back all that you've taken from us because it's been a lot. That's it's a, it's a, it's a hard, heavy, like something to carry mm-hmm. and I'm no longer carrying it. Yeah. Release you can it. suck my dick. <laughs> suck your nipples. Suck you can it. suck my nipples, but, but maybe you- not. Because these are this the portals. Right, this is portals. Right. right, I'm gonna say these are my kinks. <laughs> you move, you send them off lovingly. But and, it, and yeah. it's with love. But with yeah. all due respect, fuck out of here. You right. know, like this is I, this is my me. turn, and you've yeah. been doing it, and you've right. done it, and now and look, and it's, and let me show you how to do it. it. And you're not even plus. <laughs> plus, when it, when it's done, when it has been done beautifully, is because we've been at the forefront of the vision. And so all we're simply doing, and this is a big part of my work that a lot of people don't know because it's, I do so many things. It's like, I can only share so much, but a big part of it is me having the opportunity to go into predominantly white spaces with powerful leaders of various communities in the white space, whether it's festivals, um, businesses, corporations, different things like that to have these real on conversations. I have a three hour workshop that's around anti-racism and micro reparations as a lifestyle. And all it simply is doing is creatively uh, presenting various tunnels of ways for those who have been gifted a certain level of privilege in our society to redistribute their wealth, to give back, to otherwise for me, it doesn't make sense for us to even be having a conversation conversation, because there's a lot that is owed. And so when you think about how this industry, the cannabis industry, which is said to be a multi-billion dollar industry in a number in a short amount of time has generated so much wealth and so much opportunity built on the backs of melanated people, brown people built on our backs and people continue to build businesses that don't reflect 
that awareness. And so it's like, okay, this is where we are. Let's have some real conversations. Shit might get tough a little bit, but everybody wins in this way. And it's important for us to recognize when we need to step back and allow somebody else to move into place. And so this is what we're doing. This is what we're building over here is beautiful. It's, it looks like magic. It looks like black women thriving. It looks like ownership. It looks like black women illuminated in their sensuality and their sexuality. It looks like our kings doing the healing work. It looks like all of this. It looks like Tony Jones. It looks like Supernova Slum. It looks like Londrell. It looks like Jim and Nell and Spiritual Tony, Lizzie Jeff, Zen and Kush, Good Moms, Bad Choices. It looks like making excellent choices. You feel right. me? And so, anyways, thank you for listening. Yeah, I'm happy to be at the TED Talk. <laughs> Me too, I'm front row. <laughs> the Lizzie Talk. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's true, and and I'm here for it. And and I forget. I mean, not that I forget, because I always know what like the forefront is. But yeah, to exist in all of my and all of our beauty and all of our sensuality and all of our powerfulness and all of our sensuality, it, it seems bold because it hasn't been boldly done in the past. And it seems like a fire we can't put out is because this is literally Within our era and this yeah. is, and this is our purpose. And um, yeah, it's just, it's not a small task ladies. And I'm happy no. to be here me with too. you both by my side. Yeah. Yes, me, me too. too. Let me see that lighter so I can oh, like yes. this, this here back. And on that note, let's, yeah, well, yes. let's, let's light our super feminine, beautiful, beautiful. rose blunt. I know you had a close up. Show the people. It does look beautiful. It has like that's beautiful. That's a that's something right there. My love, you've gotten so good at rolling though. Um, I know, right? Wow, this I'm just highly right impressed. We don't have to get that at a later moment. <laughs> this angle with you lighting it up and smoking it. That's hold on. Oh, Wait, easy. here we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I saw that. I noticed that. Very creative. Content making live, guys. I love it here. And that's what it's all about. I make art even when it comes to We should to be able to blend. luxuriate and kick back in our seven inch platforms with our crochet skirt with a little bit of thigh showing, a, a little, little bit, bit of, of ass out. showing. <laughs> Just luxuriate and smoking our tree comfortably. In our perfect, perfectly lit Hollywood Hills studio. Come on. That's how it, that's, that's with our it. book, with our album on. on the table, yeah. with smoking our weed. Right. And the Lizzie Jeff candle. You better Lizzie talk your me. shit, girl. Talk yeah, your yeah, shit. Talk, shit. talk it, queen. Talk it, queen. This is, is the gateway. <laughs> and I love how you touched on the sensuality and the sexuality part, because when I tell y'all, y'all rep- <laughs> y'all are some icons. Y'all are, uh, what do they call it? What do they call Pam Greer? It's like, oh, yeah, it's that energy. <laughs> Y'all got the, uh, oh, your sex symbols. Yeah. Sex symbols? I yeah. don't take that. You heard yeah, that, y'all? I'm adding that to my bio today. <laughs> Did you hear it? You're a sex symbol because your mothers and your your brilliant bosses, entrepreneurs, and you represent something that's sexy. And 
even how your body shapes are the both of you is such a beautiful balance because it's like I look at you and I'm like wow you're so beautiful your style your hair your skin like I like how you did the crochet top it's real like it's classic it's summertime with the sexy leather belt and you got body you feel me you got body and then I look at you and I'm like wow she is pulling off look at those cute ass green lime green toes with the sexy anklet it's nothing like a sexy anklet and your legs are so fit and beautiful and you're you're sexy too and you got the sex weed and wellness and i watch you cut that shirt down the middle to add that spice of femininity like i just love it i love how you put it together i love what you represent i love how you show up i love how you don't give a fuck and that's what we need right now and you say whatever you you want you say whatever you want and that is that is so powerful to see and just be in this space, having this conversation with y'all, because these are evolutionary times. We are evolutionary women impacting the revolution that's happening. And I'm taking it all in. I'm embracing it. I'm cherishing it. And I know that, you know, this is all a reflection of me and where I'm at. So I shit, I must be doing all right. You feel me? I must Same. be doing good. Same. So thank you. I really appreciate it. I'm very thankful to be here. I'm thankful too. Less. Yeah, I'm thankful to be here too. I'm thankful to have all the, these special women and people and healers. I just think about women in general. Like I think just how we just add our like spice and flavor. Like every single woman. Right. Like I think about revolutionary women and and people think that oh that could never be me or I'm not revolutionary I think to be a woman is revolutionary absolutely do you know what I mean like you (laughs) are the birther of everything yeah you no matter what portal portal your whole existence is a portal our womb like literally like we have portal energy all over our bodies ladies all of you know and I just think like yeah Wow, like I feel it is a time where more women are awake are waking up, and it's it's really exciting to watch. It's so exciting too. I know you, you know, you know a lot about the retreat space mm-hmm. and being able to work with women directly in that mm-hmm. space and in that way, and deep. seeing women step into that their portal energy, mm-hmm. you know, and open up mm-hmm. and and really like tap in. And so I just feel like mm. that space is oh that's like some of the most exciting part of like it the is. work that we're doing right now for me to me is really getting to meet the women that you know I I feel connections with certain people like I know that I'm connect like someone is listening to my voice right now and is feeling connected they're listening right you know right right and then I'm connected to that person yeah yes and being able to do that in person is so powerful it really level. is thank yeah, you for man. doing that work i know it's not easy thank you too yeah, i see the work I mean, it is we here we in it wait and then Lucky. and then doing the work and then women that come being like i can do this work i want to do this work and i'm right. like yes go right. please yes you know that's the work spread it's, the word right. all resurrect the women right. resurrect right. the women of, or like oh like remember who you are resurrect like. the women mm. imagine a planet Imagine a planet filled with women that are activated in their pussy power, women that celebrate their breasts every day, 
women that luxuriate in their femininity, women that understand the power of a little cleavage or a little sway in the hip or a little, you know, inflection in the tone and how you ask for things, you know, a little, you feel me? It's (laughs) the energy. And so that's what's happening. And we've imagined it and it's happening in real time. And I get messages every day from women all over the world, every day, email, DM, all kind of band camp randomly that are like, yo, um, listening to your music. I did my first boudoir photo shoot. I, you know, I finally am fertile. I was, you know, my cycle started after five years of disappearing. You know, you hear all this stuff and I'm like, whoa, to know that's something that I'm creating based off of my own lived experience, especially when I speak on the art of free bleeding free bleeding you know first we was talking about free to nipple and yeah free to nipple and free bleeding you know normalizing and making bringing even more energy and thought and conversation around even that sacred act and reminding the young girls that there's no need to feel shame in your monthly cycle your monthly cycle is a is a literal manifestation of you being God of you and your godliness and your goddessness. And it's like, um, free bleeding energy. It's the time when like, I just, I, I, I totally agree. And I feel like we've been so shamed about just the expression of ourselves. And that includes the physicalities of our bodies, whether that's having too much ass, having too much titties, like bleeding, like all the things that we can't help but be and are the reasons (laughs) and are the reasons that there is life (laughs) is crazy. Pretty good. You like that, right? You like it? Yeah. That's why it baffles me when the, when, you know what? I love my brothers, but it do be baffling me sometimes when it's like, yo, you're a whole living goddess breathing literal portal of life. Of course, I'm going to bring you roses. Of course, I'm going to get that door for you, queen. Of course, I'm taking care of dinner. Of course, I'm <laughs> I'm treating you to your favorite spot. If I know you've been doing your thing in the community, that you don't even got to ask. Of course, I'm going to be intentional with how I show up and what I present in your space and uplift you and speak life into your dreams and invest in your ideas. Of course, I'm going to hold space for you and listen to you because I know what you carry. And so my friend, Tony Jones, she told me just she said. The men are healing right now. So just like give, let, give us some time. Give us some time. time. <laughs> Okay. Like, give them a second. Listen, that's what that's the kind of the message we got from Super too. It was we're like, okay, we, I hear you. It's true though, right? There's, so, anyways, but you feel me? You got the lighter on? Yeah, that's really nice. Well, on that note, I'm curious. I have questions about you too. I want to I want to get to know you real quick. So, you know, dating, sex, all these things, and, and uh-huh. the ways you view them. We have a little game on our show that we play. It's called Trigger. Okay, trigger. Ooh. And um, a little hard. Right, you got to be real soft and feminine with the oh, backwoods. Shit, I forgot. Some roses, baby. That's the backwood, baby. They're balancing your frequency. Right. The rose does balance it out because the backwood in itself brings more of a like masculine, dominant, strong. And then when you put the rose, it kind of gives it a little balance. And then looking as, you know, I mean, shit. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's a whole feminine space. Sexy. And I guess 
That's a video. That's a viral <laughs> right there. You look there. really pretty right now, friend. Me... That's a viral 420 to 20 second blowing smoke. Shoot, y'all. With oh. some sexy music on the backdrop. Maybe Lizzie Jeff new song mm. that's about to oh, come okay. out. Oh, okay. Maybe Lizzie Jeff new song. You feel me? That was a good angle you got that last <laughs> You like that? Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so let's play the game trigger. Okay. So the whole thing is she's going to say a word and then you're going to respond. The first thing that comes to mind. One, okay. one to two words, this but the first fun. thing, keep it, keep it quick. The first thing, just say it. Okay. You look funny. very sexy today, by the way. I'm like, I don't have enough lace. I'm looking at you like, I don't own enough lace. What the gloves. fuck? This is all a custom piece by my really good friend, Yasmin Saida. She's based in Atlanta. It's fly. She it's makes beautiful. Some of the most I'm like, about to go to Atlanta. Do I need to stop yeah, by Yasmin? Yeah, she does. Cause tell her what kind of event, like for all my big shows, even not even the big ones, but I just tell her what my vision is and we go get the fabric and she just makes them and has them ready for me. Boom. Do we need and a so, lace pajama for yeah, our tour? So. I mean, oh, that would be that. fire. I'm a, um, a couple of colors. Right, right? Because I have this in pink. Yeah, see. Like, the pink one blew me away and, and she made a hood. Oh, I like the hood. And a belt. And the gloves. So this she, is what she I'm knows saying. I like I gloves. I like gloves. Usually I have her do a hole in the thumb, so I wear it like that. Mm-hmm. But this time we just kept it real. But anyways, and she made this, you know, non-animal tested, non-animal <laughs> fur, which she had her own that she would style me in because she's my stylist in photo shoots. But then she was like, Lizzie Jeff needs her own. So she made me, she pulled up to my photo shoot. She made this in one hour, y'all. Wow. Yeah. She pulled up to my album photo shoot last week in Atlanta. She even put she her put tag. The, she's yeah, like, uh-uh, she was like, she was ready. Uh-uh. But she made, she made it all, so... <laughs> Thank you. I love I this. That. I feel good. It's something different when you're wearing something that your homegirl made. Yeah. yeah it's her, like, it's her skill set. Like, I done seen her whip up all kind of shit for all kind of red car. You know, just last minute stuff. It reflects your goddess royalty. Beautiful. I'm like, right, we're exactly. queen. Just looking at you, I'm like, we're queen. Should be dripping in your yeah. outfits reminding me. <laughs> Why do we only tap into this queenness in Costa Rica? A I know. Queen like, dress. Mm-hmm. I told you. I'm when like, we're in the junk, because when I feel like I'm there, I feel like I'm in my element. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I'm in finally. I can just, I don't know. Like, I feel like I just dress better there. Because you're in the I womb. Just, you're in the, like, the, yeah. that, the Costa Rica is mother. like the mother. I feel more magical there. I feel there. that too. I spent a lot of time there. I spent time, a lot of time topless there. Yeah, same. That's like, our natural yeah. stuff. That's why it really my events fe- are optional. Top- Ooh, oh, I'm going to use that. I wish I could <laughs> You could, you should, what you could do. Our retreats are optional. In one of yeah. the cities when you're on tour. Do your show, and we'll do a Zen and Kush after party hosted by y'all. Ah. and that because we do the late night, and it don't I start like till that. midnight. Yeah, yeah. Like so that. after the show, fun. like people could get real sexy. And and come what you said show. earlier about DC, like they come out to Zen and Kush, and they because I, I at first I was like, oh, DC is going to be more conservative just because mm-hmm. of what I heard, but. It's like because they said we don't have a space to go to for real, for real, to be this. They get more sexy sex past parties. 12 a.m. Sex parties up. are big in D.C. too. Oh, see. They must say they don't trust the, like, the 7 to 9 p.m. hours. No. Yeah, that's too Those early. Those are too early. They're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> We're still, early. we just got off our government job. You, you bring in the, we do Zen and Kush. And that's a <laughs> that would be bag. fly. That would be really That would be really dope. Well, it's May 21st, girl. So you let us and, know where you won't be. Okay. Let you know. Like, 21st? Yeah, let us know. Okay, I'm going to be finishing up in Costa Rica on the 20th. Into Oof. the mic, the mic. I'm going to be finishing up in Costa Rica on the 20th. Well, that's um, a quick for transition. For one of my retreats. But it's going to work out because I'm going to D.C. actually in two we, weeks. And we got more, too. Um, we got more Yeah, shows. and other cities. Just know that the seed is planted. 
Houston. Anyway, and you know, Houston when Houston has when, been on my nipples too. <laughs> when goddesses speak things, it always happens. Yeah, well, that's done. Right. It's already done. Yeah. Right. So just tap in, y'all, because it's yeah, done. Yeah, tap in. When you go to Houston, I don't know if y'all, maybe you've already sat down with Sexy Spirit TV. No. Yo. Sexy Spirit TV. That sounds like my. I like you. I need a shirt me. that says that. When you merch. go to Houston, tap in with Sexy Spirit TV. It's this woman. She's like a modern day Pam Greer. Wow. Long, like she does her big afro, but when she straightens it, it's just long and thick. Sexy body could be our mom, but very like in her power. Anyway, she's in Houston and she, her and her daughter. They teamed up and they're doing a lot of sensual tantric healing work for the men. So they teach basically black women how to love black men. It's interesting, but it's very, very powerful work that she's doing. I've booked her for a few of my events, but when you go to Houston, please check in with her. I will. Yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sexy yeah. Spirit TV. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be real sexy. And y'all definitely got to wear some lingerie. Oh, it's done. <laughs> we always wear lingerie. Okay. I, think I, I, I told you about. I'm transitioning to like mostly lingerie wardrobe. Okay, did good. You? I did. I didn't tell you. Oh, I didn't tell you. Oh, that I am. I, I am. I, especially after I finished uh, my tantra school. I feel like all the tantricas Ooh. are always wearing like, is that an outfit or is that lingerie? I don't know. Right. You know? Right. Not, I don't know. <laughs> yes. I love that. That's the vibe of Zen and Kush. The... Suggested attire is always bedroom chic. So I always tell the ladies, dress like it's your first night spending the night at your boo house or it's your first night dancing in a club. Mm. I think I'm, I think that's going to be the, the the wardrobe attire. I'm getting high. The wardrobe attire for uh, for the shows. Yeah, you should. And then they're already ready to come to Zen and Kush right after. Right. But yeah, that's it's it just brings us... Sexy. Sexy. Yeah, when you require it, too. It's just because people love, especially the men, oh, my goodness, coming to Zen and Kush, dripping in the silk robes. With they the be cocoa. showing up? Oh, they show up. They especially up? in D.C. Okay. Especially in Atlanta. Oh, yeah, for sure. Those in New so- York. Oh, my goodness. Coochie is twinkling right now <laughs> thinking about the New York niggas. There's something about a New York nigga. Something about a New York nigga. Let me stop. Let me stop. I done imported mine. <laughs> Not anyways, anyways, uh huh. You said you had a question. Okay, game. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So trigger. trigger, 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 trigger. Okay, is you ready? I think so. Okay, here we go. Spit or swallow? <laughs> Spit. Religion. Interesting <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> Non-monogamy. Ethical. Mushrooms. Absolutely, a hundred thousand (laughs) percent daily inspiration, motivation, healing, next level divine feminine power and glory. Mm. Yes, Mm -hmm. polyamory. Need to learn a little bit more about. (laughs) Are you a little possessive? Are you a little possessive? You know what? I don't, I wouldn't consider myself a possessive person. I'm a Leo, I got big Leo energy. I like people to be free. But I might, I mean, possessive. I can't say I've ever been possessive over a man because I don't like feeling possessed either because I'm just a free, I'm just a goddess that just flows. Have you ever had an open relationship? Not yet. 
No. So you, not you mostly you mostly are in monogamous. If you are in a relationship, it's monogamous. Yeah, that's what it has been. But it's like, damn, everybody named Mama been talking about this poly shit. <laughs> not everybody No, no, no. I don't feel I'm not easily influenced, but it's just seeing it, seeing it in real time. I'm like, okay, I see how that works for y'all. I'm yeah. like, okay, communication is key here. Okay, making sure you spend a lot of time with her when you leave her. Okay, I'm just learning and seeing it. Um, but where I'm at right now, I do love like having a partner. Um, I like that. I like building and growing with somebody and having a foundation. Now, I do have a beautiful array of masculine energy in my life. Mm-hmm. And it's not all sexual. It's just certain men hold different roles in my life. And they check on me different moments, different times. They show up in different ways. And I'm very thankful for that. So I'm very appreciative of those type of friendships, of how these powerful men can show up for me in different ways. Mm. Um, And I'm able to pour into them as well. Um, And so I like that. I like, you know, but for me... Like having a sexual relationship is just one person. Mm, got yeah. it. Okay, cool. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, your childhood. Oh, wow. One word. Oh, okay. One word. My childhood. Wow. That's a deep question. That's a loaded question. <laughs> It's just an, it's just one answer. I don't have to think too much about it. The um, first thing that came to mind. Let's circle back on the childhood. Circle back. Okay. Love language. Love language. Presence. Masturbation. The rose. Oh, shit. We bitch. I, 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 rose quartz and rose vibrator. So I've been taking a break from using vibrators. But today, I really just needed a quick... Right, fix. one, two, yeah. And so I pulled my rose out, and it's, like, been charged forever. And so I was using it, and I was, like, right in the middle. <gasps> no. And this shit no. died. Oh, my goodness. I was fucking devastated. <sighs> that's God said. And I then told God you said, that's what I said. I said, point, God, I'm not going to use a fucking vibrator. I was cheating on myself. No, that wasn't God. It was. because, <laughs> And then, and then I, had, I was forced to figure it out <laughs> in other ways. Okay. Did you have, you know, do you ever, there's this company... What the hell is her name? Um, I was using I was using my shock rubs, which is oh, yes, shock rubs. That's what I was using actually. Okay, I was which using, one do you like? I have um, this one that's like obsidian, and it's this, oh, with that's the skull deep. at the bottom. Oh, you healing, you healing, healing. It's the, it was wow. Whoa, that's a powerful stone. It is the obsidian, especially paired with the rose <laughs> on the coochie. It does the rose brings a balance, but I can. But that is the one sex toy that's been able that I've been able to come with. And then, like wow. usually, I'm using like silicone or like right. something else. That thing, right? I'm like, okay, if there's one that's gonna work, it's that. That's beautiful. I'm happy for you. Thank you. It's great. The temperature is great. It's different. I love it. I love that. Highly recommend. Okay. <laughs> Pet peeve. Cigarettes. Uh, oh, I thought. Oh man, why don't I? Why don't I think I asked you like your guilty pleasure? I'm like, you smoke cigarettes? What? Oh no. <laughs> Zen and Kush. Pegging. <laughs> 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 oh 
Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. Most toxic trait. Oh, I am toxic. No, I'm not. That's, <laughs> I don't claim that. No, I can be petty sometimes when people... I can be petty. <laughs> I can be petty. It's people just, no, you know how it is when you're boss and people work for you? You're not mean. I'm very nice. I'm very kind to the people that I work with. But sometimes behind the scenes to myself, I have to, like, talk a little shit just to process. <laughs> and it helps me through. But maybe, uh, you know. I think we should normalize talking shit a little bit. <laughs> okay, you know what? I really think I that like you have that. to get it out. You right. have to say some stuff sometimes. Right, a lot. You do. Okay. <laughs> see. Like, why would this be this if I just right, told right, you Right, this right, 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 right. Like, okay. I just want to make sure that I, I'm just saying it out loud so that I'm making sure that it makes sense. Oh, it does. So it's not, it's not shit talking. It's just out loud. Right, reflection. out loud thoughts. Yeah. Out, out loud, loud reflection. That help you process it. Like, um, that bitch out loud reflects a lot. That bitch yeah, is Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, it's not that, it's not that intense, but the okay. Trap Witch recently did a post that said, Yo, talk your shit. Be petty sometimes because healing is not always butterflies and rainbows and rose petals and sacred baths. And breathing deep and shit. Sometimes it's like you might just have to express yourself or talk some shit. You might have to get to it. You might have to get messy. But that's a good question. What's my most toxic trait? Damn, that's a deep one. But anyways. You said being petty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Drake, he's petty in his music, especially. (laughs) Anyways, go ahead. Um, love. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's the answer. I Everywhere. receive. I receive it. I receive it. Harry pussy. Absolutely. 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 Period head. You know what? I'm cool. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. You can suck on my titties and kiss on my stomach. And maybe rub on my thighs. Because for me, sometimes when I'm on my cycle, it's such a like, I'm free bleeding. I'm like lighting candles. It's witchy. And sometimes I just want to be left alone. Right. That's and I can't even imagine trying to, mm-mm. no, thank you. But you can kiss on my titties a little bit. <laughs> Bring me food. Right. Yeah. So no period sex. Um. You know what? I'm going to say no for right now, but in the future, what a really special special and it's deep and we're in it and we're manifesting and doing sex magic. That's a whole nother type of experience. Mm -hmm. Okay. Favorite sex position. Ooh. Ooh. I like the stairs up on that like third step and he's on the first to second one behind you. But y'all are on the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just be clear. Oh, my bad. I know, you I said love, one word. No, no, but I love this. I was just like, wait, this is a, so y'all are on, this is a specific sex message that you, like is from it, behind, do you do this one over? often? Like, do you often find yourself fucking near stairs? No, but it's, it's, it's <laughs> one that saying. has stood out okay. in my mindset from past lovers. Okay. And I remember the first time when, this was my last boyfriend, but that was like, a that was too long ago. Mm. You know, but it was a moment on the stairs. It was beautiful. That sounds sexy. And I feel it, like you, you would can, really be able to get in there. Cause yeah, because you're, like, you're able to arch in a certain way yeah. and him coming from behind. It's sexy. And it feels, it hits your, like, G-spot. The right, the right position. Yeah. Turn on. A man who can teach me some. 
turn off. Niggas that aren't consistent. You know what? Let me not even make it about a man. That ain't right. <laughs> My turn off is <laughs> the... What is that word when you just go along with something? Yeah, that turns me off. When people just do shit and think shit. Sheepness. That they don't even think. They're not even your real thoughts. You just just go for some shit. You're just going to eat that for no reason? For what? Yeah. Anyways, shit like that. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Okay, last question. Mm -hmm. Favorite plant medicine? Wow, that's a deep one. Cannabis. Cannabis? Yeah, and the 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 the, the mushroom medicine, that's up there. Mm-hmm. And they they serve two different purposes in my life, but for daily spiritual rituals, cannabis cuz there's the cream, the oils, the hair products that I make infuse myself. There's the booty cream, I might bathe in a CBD. What is booty cream? Oh, there's like a um I mean, you know. <laughs> I was like, it's going to bleach my booty hole? No, no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> see, that's a good question for Clarity. They got something for that now? And she's like, they no, booty, like cream. massaging your butt cheeks. Just massaging your butt cheeks. I'm all about like daily breast massage. I make my own nipple serum um, with the THC oil. Mm. Um, booty, Just rubbing your booty cheeks, like loving on your booty cheeks. No matter how shapely they are or what your ex nigga said about your butt or what society tells you it should look like or shouldn't just finding like ways to, you know, luxuriate in that magic. And so the cannabis, I like to sip on the tea. There's this brand that if you don't already know, it's a black owned brand tea company called sip good tea. I think I heard of that. Based in LA. Oh my goodness. They got a citrus breeze flavor. (laughs) Yo. And it's like 10 milligrams of THC. Mm. I'm going to have him pull up on y'all. It's this cool brother, him and his beautiful family, his children, and just a cool brother, you know, who makes these very classy tea bags infused with THC. So sipping on one of those and it doesn't put me to sleep. It's just, I can still get my work done you know, just sipping on that. Like, however, it's just infusing my life. So cannabis is like my medicine. It's my medicine. And I'm I'm working through a lot of things right now. Um, and she's also been very powerful, not just in um, physical, easing physical pain and like sparking beautiful ideas, but helping me heal my heart through grief. Um yeah, grief is like I've been introduced to it in a new way this year. Um and being able to have this connection with cannabis in the way that I do has opened a lot of portals for me to just like find comfort and healing um through spiritual elements but also through my community. Mm. And so Cannabis. Mm. I know you said one word, but shit, it's so hard. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Yeah, expect to expand, expound on it. And at the very least, it's like when you smoke on your cush, whether you chilling in the studio with a nice glass or something organic. Oh yeah, hold on. Let me for- I right. forgot we had this beautiful right, something organic. organic I didn't forget because I've been sipping on it, and then, and then I remembered I didn't eat today. Uh, oh, that's you okay. always do this to yourself. Oh, there's this <laughs> restaurant I want to take y'all. Oh, it's up the street too. Where is Sun? it? Oh, it's up the street. Okay, 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 okay. 
sipping on something organic, cannabis, closing that out, women, goddesses. That was the point that I was making is there's so many ways to indulge and experience her. And she's become such a normalized part of my life where even when I don't think I'm, you know, medicated, I'm medicated. And that doesn't mean I'm high and loopy. It just we have receptors in our body, you know, that respond to cannabis in a really powerful way. It's only a very teeny percentage of people that don't have those receptors. And so the cannabinoids from the cannabis like activate cells that we don't normally activate. And so I just feel like I'm in my flow when I need to take a tolerance break. I'll take a week off, two weeks off, 30 days, just depending on what it is I'm, you know, fasting or manifesting in my life. But for the most part, she's there. She's we're we're in it. We're connected. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. 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 Yeah. Absolutely. Cheers to her. Mm hmm. To her, the cannabis medicine, the Mm -hmm. womb. That big pussy energy. That big pussy Mary energy. Jane. <laughs> Sing it, girl. <laughs> I'm in love with Mary Jane. Hey. She's my main thing. Let's go. She, uh, 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 yeah. She makes my heart sing. Heart sing. <laughs> it's singing. What, um, I wonder, like, what has been your journey to your, your sensuality? I know you went to live with your grandma, mm-hmm. like, not every woman is, I think we're not, we are naturally sensual, soft beings, but because we've been so prohibited in our expression and of our bodies and our sensuality, our sexuality, and just reminded how important it is to love and appreciate our vessels and the gifts that they are and our bleeding and all the, and our Mm. range of emotions and our strong emotions and our, you know, our intuition. Um, what was I going to say? It was on like a... That was good, though. Know, Wherever right? the hell you was taking us. Oh. <laughs> I, know. I was in it. Like, wow. We, we did talk about all those things. Yeah, huh? but we're robbed of that. You mm. know, very early on as young girls. Oh, you her- asked her how she taps into her sensuality. Yeah, how have you okay. tapped in? What has been your journey to that? Because you're very tapped in. and that's- Yo. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm very tapped in. And- no. That's- say what you're going to say. All I was going to say is I love how people... I like you're so tapped into your femininity, your sensuality. And I love that because, yo, I came so long. I came so far. Mm-hmm. Just when I was, I have, I have three brothers. I have sisters too. But I always was like, you know, a lot of our stories, wearing sweats, playing football. I had braids. I thought I was Iverson, like baggy ass pants, you know. Just, what? I need to see this picture. Yeah, I need, me. That was I me because also I've always had a very like petite frame. So people always, especially when I was growing up in New Orleans, the girls are like 10 with C cups and big old <laughs> booties. So I was like really different. And so I got teased a lot for being so slim. And so I would wear like these baggy clothes just to like kind of hide. I played all the sports, basketball, football was better than a lot of these dudes. And, you know, it's funny because I'm not much of a fighter, but I have been in, in a few fights in my life just to protect myself from my brothers. But I've had to fight more boys than women. Mm. And anyways, 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 anyways. 
I'm on a healed path now. But you I'm, are, I'm you are, you've this. come a long way. I've come, yeah, and like, so playing the sports. And so it was one year in college where, you know, I used to wear my basketball shorts and my sneakers and all the girls was like, in my Birkin bag, which I love going to <laughs> HU is like so many fly black women. And I represented something different, which I loved. But I remember it was then I was working at Victoria's Secret. Like I worked there for 12 years. That was my career. I worked in the flagship store in Las Vegas as a lingerie manager, you know, for a multi-million dollar store leading and just being the energy and representing that brand. And you know what? I think between my own personal journey of like, Ooh, this blush. I look cute in blush. Ooh, let me try a red lip. Damn. Okay, girl. <laughs> Dressing up, like putting on a sexy dress and some heels. Like there's a whole power and essence that comes through being like a woman getting ready and the way you roll up your fishnets and the way you like oil your scalp and how you get out of the shower and dry yourself off. There's so much glory in being a woman. And so I just started exploring that. It wasn't always easy just because, you know, I suppressed a lot of that growing up. I, I was always too nervous to dance in public because people would always be like, what you shaking? You know, you ain't shaking nothing. Why are you dancing? You da, 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 da. Bullshit. You feel me? I remember one time in school, somebody said, roses are red, violets are black. Why is your chest as flat as my back? Uh-uh. Yeah, I still remember that but, shit. You know- <laughs> but it's funny because then, okay, when I was working at Victoria's Secret, getting cute, wearing sexy stuff in Las Vegas, um, you know, I started like, you know, I work at Victoria's Secret, so it's like I got all the bras. You look like a motherfucking panties. supermodel with that that right. slim body and thank you and them titties. Right. That's what it was. Thank They're you. like this bitch a model, right. and I was doing my thing. Yes. I was doing my thing, but then I was like, you know what? It's still owned by these white men, you know, and the angels. That was a whole movement and culture. I'm like, I'm about to go and do my own thing, have my own angels that are women that look like us, right? Um and level up. But what I learned from working there was imagine being in a company for 12 years, the th- thousands of women that I would help in the fitting rooms. Mm. You know, I realized, yo, I'm You've been doing women's work forever. Yo, right. you're a retreat leader in the fucking goddamn Victoria's Secret <laughs> the fitting rooms. Inside the fitting room. Girl, that look at us, swear to God. No, don't worry. It's maybe like. And imagine empow- who else so has seen these women naked unless it's, unless they got a man at home. So a lot of, t- so there were a lot of tears, a lot of abortions, a lot of C section scars, a lot of lost. So much. I, you know what? You don't even think about some of the spaces that jobs will take you to that are mm. like life preparers mm. or right. like yeah. training you. or like yeah. training you or, or exposing you to like people's most vulnerable spaces and places. Right. Yeah. And then you're able to apply them later mm. on in life. And you didn't even realize you were getting the training you were getting, you know, and so who would have thought Victoria's Secret? I mean, to literally right. like having angels. So I always see you with all these like fine ass women behind yeah, you and shit. I'm like, you do have your own angels. Right. I do. But, but and Madam Jeff, even in just like the, even just like people that work at like any sort of like Zara. Right. Like when yeah. People coming out all day. Does this look good? Does this look good? Like right. you, you're, you need to empower self esteem. You either empower or you're just like, yeah, it looks great. It looks great. It looks great. You just, or you do that. You know what I mean? And it's right. like, which, which, which you one You really are, are there to make a difference in people's lives. Right. And so being there and like, I lit- it's my sole responsibility to empower women, literally. 
Otherwise, it's bigger than them spending money. It's, it's deeper than that. And so in every instance, I'm speaking life into these women, speaking life into them. I'm speaking life into myself. I'm I'm seeing like, damn, the most beautiful, wealthiest women in the world struggle with insecurities in all kind of ways. And so being in that is what helped me tap into my power more, seeing like, damn, society has done a number on us. And a lot of times we carry that shame and guilt in our titties. And right here, we carry it. And so I was like, dang, okay, we got a little bit of work to do to like bring women back to the power of this. Cause it's like, it don't matter if you got A cups or Z cups, you're, you're beautiful. It don't matter if you had three kids or you don't want to have kids, you still fine. Mm -hmm. Fuck what your ex said. And so that came with a huge responsibility. And so part of me was like, okay, I'm done working for the white man. In this instance, I'm going to go work for myself and, you know, take this energy and be uplifted and follow my own path. If I can make them so rich, I can make myself wealthy as well and mm -hmm. put a lot of beautiful women in position. And so I'm still on a journey. People be saying, oh, you're you're my number one or like, oh, my God, you're so you're so inspiring. And I really appreciate that. But I, I'm doing mirror work every day because mm. I still struggle with some things, you know, and I'm still human experiencing relationships and shit going left sometimes and people, you know, feeling some type of way. I'm still, you know, dealing with my own things as well. And so I'm on a daily journey of practicing my confidence, looking in the mirror. You know, when you look in the mirror and you might be like, oh, my eyebrows are, I need to get this done. It doesn't really feel good because it doesn't resonate with your spirit. But when you're like, oh, girl, oh, you look good. Damn, look at them bushy eyebrows. Okay, like naked in the mirror for like 10, 15, 20, 30, looking at your nipples, seeing how one breath is bigger than the other just glorifying yourself that really shifts that shifts things for you as a woman and it's important for women in this fucking age to move with that high level of confidence because it's so much coming at us mm. it's so much coming for our wombs for our breasts for our mindsets for our power for our sexuality for our sensuality right now more than ever and so that's why I love this movement of all these black women rapping and kicking doors in because this is just an expression of us reclaiming our power. Mm. And so we in this thing. Yes. yes. Amen. <laughs> I resonate with that because I see you and I'm like, look at my, my fellow petite, my right. twin flame over there. I'm like, I got to put some lingerie on and get some more lingerie. Right, right, <laughs> I'm right. always inspired. And I'm all, I like to be naked too, but then I'm always like, then I'm on the internet doing it. And then my grandma calls my dad and then my dad calls me. And it's just this whole thing. And I'm like, is it just like, maybe I need to chill on every, this is like the story of the, of my life all the time. You know, my grandma calls, somebody calls, my dad calls me and then I'm constantly questioning it. But mm. it's just like, I just want to exist, Fine. you know, like, and if this is what it looks like, this is what it looks like. But I, I realize it's such a trigger for people, you know, like even I posted something and like Orlando was on my, like touched, like covering my boobs, but like rubbing on me and my grandma said something. I'm like, even with you saying this, I'm like, what, how, how beautiful I get to express my love publicly and like, see, you know, be loved this on. This art, black love. Let me ask you this. Um, so at what point do you stop caring? 
I, well, that's a good question <laughs> because I don't care, but I do, you know, and then I find myself like not doing certain things and I'm just like, or being like nervous. Like every time we hit a certain point, like even right now, like maybe I should chill on my, my public nudity because this is an important time in our PR careers. Like what if the wrong person sees this? And then they say no, because I have my titties out on Tuesday, you know, <laughs> but it's, but, but, but it's like. It's 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 an illusion because it doesn't take much to see that the titties are out, you know. Like it's only so much peeling back, I, you know. But it, it's even it's important to note that even us, you know, because I see you and I'm like, so that's a reminder. Like that's some bullshit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I and then you you still have your own things that you struggle with, and like even we we do a lot of talking, a lot of a lot of uncensored talking, and still sometimes there's a daily there's a daily task that happens behind, you know, like personally, yeah. internally that we still yeah. battle with the same shit as everybody else. The unhealed healer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, and the moment a healer claims to be healed, run because it's not yeah. true. It's not real. It's a journey. It's always a journey. I believe that you have ebbs and flows of whenever, I don't know, you feel like at your highest self, but there's so much there's, you can always go higher. Like you can, Especially in this realm, in this in this body that we're able to to be in, there's only so high we can go. So just know there's no cap. Like you would just have to keep going. And I'm really impressed by your 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 story. Just that, mm. like, in, it, as far as up to college, you were mm. in basketball shorts and shit, right. and like not dancing or like right. you know what I mean. Like that was just your identity to that right. point for whatever agreements you had made yeah. with yourself. I at felt that more point. comfortable with a basketball in my hand, and and then to see you now embodied in this way, and not because anything particular maybe happened, but just that you tapped in in a way and like you followed this calling and you took like you took the chance to do something different and try something different and then embrace it and loved it and embody this entire different you know like part of yourself and I think a lot of times women or you know we 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 have the intuition and the curiosity to think crazy things. You know what I mean? Like right, we can we, we do. can we our imagination, our imagination is wild, is wild. Mm. and we we haven't really clasped onto the the reality that like it's it's wild because it's real. You know what I mean? Like you you wouldn't be have these downloads if it wasn't something that could be of you couldn't manifest into reality. But it seems so far fetched because we're so removed from ourselves, and it's like a right. lot of times like you could be that shy woman who's wearing basketball shorts and like just completely shying away from the side of yourself but you could also be this woman who says hey what is this what is this let me scratch the surface a little bit and who knows how you'll change lives and really change your own life Mm. just by quenching the curiosity yes because otherwise how will shit ever change how is a thousand bitches telling the same story it's and and look i i'm here for all the stories i'm here for all the bitches telling all the stories and we got to make space for ourselves. We, nothing revolutionary happened without doing something revolutionary. And there's been a lot of stuff, even in my industry, that I've like rode the wave of like risk, risque to still tell my story when a lot of people quit and a lot of people was like, yo, this is getting scary out here. But you got to continue to ride that wave. And I learned it took me a while, but the family part is like, I respect my family and I love my family. I hold a lot of space for my family. I'm always, 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 but I'm in a point where I really, you know, I, I value what they feel about me and they know that my intention is pure, but I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to express myself how I want to express myself because my grandmother raised me and my great grandmother and my auntie and my mama 
um, at different phases of my life. And they all played a substantial role in who I am as a woman. I'm a fusion of those four women is unbelievable. Cause my great granny, she was a gangster bitch (laughs) 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 who lived to be a hundred. And my grandmother was the sweetest, you know, just biggest heart Aquarius goddess who wore silk scarves with the matching two piece, um, windbreaker. So that's where I get my style. (laughs) And my auntie, she was unapologetic. She was kicking doors in. I've seen this woman, in the face of like deep racism and just injustice, her just approach it from a powerful intellectual black Panther type of just way. You feel me kicking doors in and really taught me how to speak up for myself. And my mother, who is just a real G like that woman has overcome and triumphed through some very powerful things in her life. And, you know, so I'm a reflection of all of those women And when I think about the stories that my grandmother shared with me, the story that my auntie, when she was five, six years old, going to the hospital and the waiting room that black people had compared to the white people and just the impact that it had on her and what she shared and the things that she saw where their room had a couch and some drinks and, you know, it was beautifully curated, whereas it was like where the black people waited in the emergency room was a hole in the wall, you know, and you just had to stand there and be uncomfortable and just some of the different things that she shared. And so for me, me doing this work, you know, me saying the things that I want to say in my music and putting out music like beautiful breasts and, you know, um, just all the things that I got is cold. It's not just me. It's deeper than me. It's they paved a path for me. There's a lot of times where they had to hold their tongue talking to a white woman. And so, you know, even part of me going to these spaces, talking to these powerful white women in these various spaces, having these conversations I'm breaking generational curses in real time. It's unbelievable deep work that's happening in real time and being able to reach the masses, expressing myself, dressing how I want to dress, not giving a fuck. I give thanks for them, for the freedom I get to exist in this freedom. So I'm going to exist fully in my freedom. It's an honor for me to be here to do this work. I think about, I have those thoughts a lot about the, my ancestors mm-hmm. and that is my duty to to live to my fullest capacity in this lifetime to step into everything and every time I feel fear remember that you know remember them mm. remember yeah. like it's just and, and it's not that they're it's not even that their existence is riddled with pain even though not necessarily but like there is that but then yeah. also the glory and yeah. my responsibility to keep that going yeah too, you know yeah, and it's deep because I I resonate with it and most black women would. But you know who's always in my head? Mm. Um, the Nat Ministry. Mm. Um, Trisha. Mm. Because it's like, yeah, it's our duty. And we're going to black girl magic it up. And we're going to fucking ride on for the ancestors <laughs> and that, create a legacy. But that doesn't, all, that doesn't mean like exa- pure exhaustion right. and it burning the, the, the stick at yes. both ends. Like yes. It means also just existing, your existence and whatever that means, your your rituals, your practices, Ooh, the things that, that you keep alive, the things that you pass on to your family, the food, like the language. Yes, that's powerful. You thank know? you for expressing that. Yeah, it's not that's it's not beautiful. all in the work. Yeah. And thank you because that's a reminder for me, too, because sometimes I can get really deep in it and I'm look up and I'm like, ah, oh, my back. <laughs> 
But that's why I have my healers. Like you met Lydia and you met Indy. Indy, she's a energy worker, body massage therapist. Lydia does work with energy and healing. She always sets the vibe, burn the sage, check in on you, mental health checks. But stuff like that mm-hmm. is important. And I was even going to speak on like the sisterhood that y'all have inside and outside is just a miracle. And it's something that many women yearn for. It's something that I think is possible. And as we continue to do this work, these sisterhood goddess retreats and connecting women worldwide, I believe is going to continue to happen. And we're going to shift the narrative from us always fighting each other and being in competition to us bonding and creating these ritualistic like moments in our culture and celebrating and uplifting each other. And so this is literally what y'all have created is a portal for sisterhood to be activated. And I'm just very thankful for it. And I wish y'all so much more success and longevity and love and deeper connection over your friendship as you do this. And just know that my line is always open for you anytime you need any type of support in any, any city. Just know I'm always available. I'm, my line is always thank open you. for you. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, definitely. Thank definitely. You. definitely. Love you and appreciate <laughs> you. Blessings, blessings, blessings. I'm grateful to have been connected with you and our energies and gravitational pulls. And ladies, I want you guys to know that we are doing the Lord's work. And <laughs> even true. though we are doing, like, living our ancestors' wildest dreams, it's like sometimes our moms and our grandmas are not going to get it. Because mm-hmm. right. we're doing something completely different, and it's so out loud. It's so it's so different than what it was twenty years ago, ten years ago, five years ago. That it seems outrageous, and it's going to cause us to question ourselves absolutely, a lot. Absolutely. If the work was easy, and there weren't right. going to be people that said, "What the fuck are you doing?" If the work right. exactly, if, <laughs> if, if no, everyone if, would if, be doing if, it. If no one said, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> no one would be doing it. And so, just right. you know, just a reminder to myself and to you guys that showing up exactly as you are is is power perfect. and, and is enough. And, right and I love time. you, and I'm grateful for you, Thank and you. I see you, beautiful, and I'm inspired by you, and I'm grateful to have you guys as friends and as a network and as you know co-workers in this you know reawakening the women right so what we're doing right now is i want everybody that's listening just take a moment i want you to get them titties ready i want you to take a deep breath on the count of three we're gonna take a deep inhale on the count of three one two three hold And then when we release, we're going to do a 10-second titty shake. Release. Shake them titties. Shake them titties. Bop them titties. Bounce them titties. You feel me? It's energy. You have such nice boobs. Thank you. I recommend at least one titty. Thank you so much. Thank you. They feel beautiful. (laughs) I I really really love those I really had to love on these because at one point I manifested double Ds. I was a 32 double D. When I was working at at the VS in Las Vegas, you're still a full. That's a C. That's I wish I had those boobs, but now I'm a like full a- C, and I love it. But even that, like going from having those big, big old titties on such a petite frame, you know, it requires because our body changes so often, and so I think that 
even this, us reminding each other of how beautiful, because it's not just a compliment in the moment, you're complimenting the journey and the intention that you've been, you know, setting for yourself. So I appreciate y'all. And oh, can I share my event that's coming Please up? Please share all these It's events. 420. Okay. So basically tonight yeah. we will be celebrating the seven year anniversary of Zen and Kush which is my brand, my business, my record label, my community, and my event series that I've been curating for almost the last decade. And thank you so much. It feels good to be here. It's it's an after-hours experience. It's a, it's a holistic, sensual vibe. You feel me? You're not going to find the alcohol. You're just going to find beautiful women rolling up your herb, porn elixirs, herbal elixirs, jazz music, energy books reading you feel me live music erotic pole dancing it's a whole experience oh and so we have some exquisite. really amazing people who are going to be um in the space just sharing their magic it's just a space to bring people that look like us that are reiki healers energy workers shamans alchemists musicians in this new earth reality you know mothers medicine women medicine men it's a space to bring us together because we still us we still love is certain parts of our culture that we love so much and so basically i just take the best parts um infuse it with that medicine fuse it with that sensuality and just infuse like the the vixen the feminine goddess energy um in a way that people aren't accustomed to and Mm. so we've been traveling all over the world curating these spaces in different cities i did 33 cities last year i didn't already did about 15 this year wow i'm on one right now girl you are and they're intimate in in their own instances but this one is like the celebration and um, seven years. And so I just wanted to take a moment to invite everybody to pull up to that. Doors open at 11, 11 p.m. on 420. <clears throat> Excuse me. And also shout out to all the all the boss people out there, all the entrepreneurs, all the ones that lost a lot of sleep, putting in a lot of work, a lot of hours to build their empire you are not alone, you know, keep shining, stay in your ritual, just keep up the great work, you feel me, because it's going to pay off, all of that work, all of that energy that you've been putting in is paying off, pay attention to the people that are showing up around you, continue to take care of yourself and stay hydrated and smoke on the finest organic kush and sip your alkaline tonics and get them fresh pressed juices in every day. Listen to your Lizzie Jeff, Tony Jones, Andrell, Jiminel playlist, spiritual Tony RKs. I really like him too, but just stay diligent um, in your ascension and keep up the good work. Take care of yourselves. Longevity. Longevity is the theme. I'm wishing longevity over everybody and their creative projects. Um, thank y'all so much for having me. Thank you. Lizzie. It's been such an honor. This such a pleasure. So beautiful. Yes. I love, I've been, wow. This is the best 420 ever. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, well, we didn't tell our, our oh. Hori. Oh yeah. The Hori. But we'll oh. save the Hori for Patreon. Okay. okay. Oh, that's cute. But, um, so if you want to check out Lizzie Jeff's Hori, check out our Patreon. We just relaunched our Patreon, y'all. So make sure you go check us out. We have a lot of new content coming your way over there. Bonus episodes, Patreon exclusive merch. 
Mm. Behind the scenes of the book, mm. the process, shit we don't talk about in the book. We have extended conversations on shit we didn't want to put in the book. <laughs> and a how-to guide filmed by us. <laughs> Ooh, a how-to guide? How to sex party, how to date as a single mom. Lots wow. of cool things that you didn't know you needed to know. But you, you do. It's really important. So hit the link in this episode description. I'm definitely hitting the link. Yeah, in the check out our Patreon. And make sure you go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Join us at the Good Vibe Retreat in Costa, not Costa Rica. Actually, well, in, in Costa Mexico? Rica also. But Mexico first. Mexico in July. We're doing Costa Rica in October. Um, but join us at the Good Vibe Retreat. Okay, and, October. Um, I might pull up. Come on. October is the one month I left open. That's my birthday. I think, I think it's going to be my birthday. Oh, during the fun. retreat. Oh, no, no. So what's... Okay, Scorpio. That's right. Yeah, end of, the, end of and, October. Um, Wow. Beautiful. Yeah, we'll 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 yeah. connect. We'll yeah. connect. Um and um I love you. And I love you. I love and I love you. you. There's so much love. I love. So much love. Shout out to the <laughs> yeah. team too. Bye. Bless. Bye.